peace, love, money, power, and respect. That is the mission. That is the goal. That is the mission. Welcome to the Love Freak. My name is Her. She Goddess. And I appreciate you for tuning in. What we like to talk about here is pretty much being on this high level of vibration, high frequency, and really attuning our energies to be in this space on a daily basis, on a constant basis. Um, Sometimes in life, things can knock us down. Sometimes in life, things can take us out of our element and the levels that we're trying to be. But what we want to teach here on the love freak is how to get there and stay there (laughs) not allowing anyone to knock us off this path called the love frequency because after all why would we not want to stay here why would we not want to really be in this space and a lot of the times it's because, you know, we're holding on to things, we're holding on to heavy things that are weighing us down, causing us to be in this low vibration. Um, many things, many things as far as like, you know, what we watch on TV, the, our environment, what we're around, and even the things that we eat and put into our body can create um, low levels of vibration that can cause us to be in circumstances that we don't necessarily desire or really want to be in and so pretty much this is why this is the mission right and then we talk about peace love money power and respect because after all that is the the mission that is what people are aiming for when (laughs) in life like when you ask them those elements right there are usually the driving force to why we do anything that we do of course we'll say family right but the reason why we do it the reason why we obtain these things is for our family we attain the peace for our family, the love for our family, the money for our family, the power for our family, and the respect for our family. Because after all, it is about creating this generational wealth, passing down legacies. That seems to be the, the thing now, especially nowadays. That seems to be the thing that we we talk about and i and I, I feel like it's a very important conversation to have of course right building legacies passing on to our generations after all don't we want to have some kind of purpose for why we're here <laughs> like no we're just here just to be here no i, I don't want to know that, that i'm just here for no reason and i'm just floating here into this these ethers but it's really hard sometimes, I, I can't admit, that sometimes it is hard to get out of your old self. Like, getting out of your old environment and breaking old habits and shifting old paradigms. But the key is to do something little at a time and then eventually we'll get to where we want to be. For example, I can only speak on my own circumstance my own situation right and it has taken me a long time this journey darling this journey is definitely interesting and that's why like one of my taglines that I like to say is the journey continues because this is a journey it is not a race Um, some people like to call it a marathon I don't call it a marathon simply because I feel like a marathon it, it has an end point right 
whereas a journey does not. <laughs> a journey has no endpoint. A journey has no competitors. It has nobody else there but us on this journey and the people that we meet along side us as they're in their journey we meet them in our journey and we connect and then we say adios right <laughs> and, and and i think that's the thing that a lot of us need to kind of come to an understanding with is to recognize that to recognize that some uh, everybody's on their own individual journey right we're not really actually tied down to anybody's journey um we play a part and we can play a role in someone else's journey but we're not tied to their journey at the end of the day when we die we're gonna die within our own bodies our own selves we're gonna die our you know what i mean by ourselves essentially um even if we die in a room full of people and everybody else dies right at the same time we're still individually dying you know and i and i can probably use this on a better perspective and say that um everybody has their own perspectives even and that's how you know it's it's an individual journey is because you know everyone has their own perception even if two people are perceiving something at the same exact time what they interpret that to be will be totally different from each other even if the interpretations are similar they're still going to be different based upon their past perceptions and so therefore nobody else nobody not one person sees the world exactly the same even if you look at cultures and and certain mindsets and collective consciousness at the end of the day even each individual within that collective conscious is still going to have their own individual perception predicated upon what they experience from birth you can have identical twins for example who they both come out of the same womb at the pretty much the same time but yet they don't right so they're all gonna they're gonna have a different perception even coming into the world so say you have one baby comes out once their perception their perception of being the first one to come out is going to be different than being the second one to come out of the womb so it's just those little tiny differences make such a large impact on who we become into this world and who we become on this journey and the goal the mission is a lot of the times we come into this journey but we're not on this high vibration right we're not on this level of the love frequency you know we're in society we're, we're programmed and so therefore the journey to get here is an interesting one now there are some people who you know they're born into a different they're born into maybe a high vibration maybe they're born into a family that is very holistic and very up on these you know high levels and so of course they're gonna have their own journey in terms of maybe what it seems to be maybe a head start but even then they're still gonna have to face certain you know lessons and and things that are going to get them on their path and to shape and mold them into who they're supposed to be within their life's purpose and so pretty much when i talk about you know when i'm on the love freak and we're discussing these things it's all about pretty much finding our purpose finding pretty much stepping in and being in our purpose and it, it can kind of get a little crazy because of how the world is and how the internet is and you know we see a lot of things a lot of times it seems like people are 
they fall into these traps they fall into certain groups and mindsets and then it seems like everybody want to do the same thing oh everybody wants to be a guru (laughs) everybody wants and it's true essentially don't we all want to like not all maybe not everybody but a lot of us a lot of us who are pushing and and building these platforms we all want to be a guru we all want to be we all want to be an expert in our field and then there are some people who say well not everybody can be leaders not everybody can be the guru so you gotta have some kind of disciples and followers and everything like that because that's gonna make up what the whole picture Not everybody can be the chief you know you gotta have some indians you know the the old saying goes so with that being said when we tap into tune into ourselves and our purpose you know what is it that we're aiming for are we aiming to be that chief or we're just aiming to be a part of the crowd (laughs) and I guess the question is how much work are you putting in and how deep of the work are you putting in because there will be there will be things that test us there will be things that are going to test us to to bring us to that level of how bad do we want it like when we're tested is essentially is going to be what are you willing to go through to to obtain and to get to where you to that level to be that leader, right? Because with with uh with with great reward, you know, with great reward takes great responsibility. So if you want to be on a high level when you having a lot of power, money, power and respect, just understand that comes with a huge responsibility because you have a responsibility to be some type of a role model or a model for for something for somebody and so therefore we have to look within us we have to take accountability and we often see a lot of people who are their leaders or gurus but they don't take accountability they don't take responsibility for their actions but we also see how one can fall from greatness when it becomes too excessive and it and it turns into that oh worship me (laughs) worship me i am the almighty one type deal and then we kind of see how that can kind of play out (laughs) and I've seen it I have seen it and it's crazy because I really see it nowadays I mean we've seen it throughout history we see of course you know the great leaders fall especially the ones that you know those who get what they deserve pretty much you know if you're not a good person and you don't have good intentions and you pretty much deserve anything that happens to you on a level that's going to shut down because the world does not need any more of that energy the world does not need any more people out here trying to just control and dominate others you know we're 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 shifting here this ascension is called a shift you know are you prepared for this shift and it's like what is this shift well the shift uh is simple the shift is higher vibrations higher levels of conversation higher levels of thinking and so when we talk about higher levels and we talk about the love frequency we talk about harmony balance unity you know that kind of stuff you know the the good stuff the, the oneness the divineness 
and I and you know I used to think it was corny. I used to not really know what it was like to really follow a path, a spiritual path, because you know growing up I was a part of you know religion, and so I always saw it as rules. Like oh, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to follow no rules. I want to do, I want to have fun. I want to enjoy life, and I felt that you know religion kept me from like enjoying myself but what i saw as enjoyment was very low vibrational <laughs> it was extremely low vibrational you know drinking partying sex etc whereas and and just mindless stuff you know you know i used to talk about people gossip and kind of be in some drama and watching television that supported all of that that was just programming my mind but to me you know it was liberating it was escapism it was it was um i can't even say it was fun and i can't say that it was even peaceful because i didn't i had a lot of um internal work that i had to do a lot of shadows that i had to dig up darling in this healing journey so i can't say that that's what what it was but it also um, was it a scapegoat so that I didn't really have the responsibility to be a good person. I didn't have the res- I didn't take on the responsibility to be responsible, <laughs> to be responsible, to be a responsible adult, to re- be a responsible citizen. And I made a lot of selfish decisions and I was becoming someone like that who was just more not so much having negative or bad intentions my intentions were just negligence i was neglectful with my intentions and i had a very selfish intent when it came to what i wanted and what i wanted to manifest and desire and become and then a lot of it was coming from a low vibrational space of lack so i didn't really see the abundance of my own desire and so here i was you know so i was one of those people who took that great fall and the great fall wasn't necessarily because i was doing something like wrong or evil or malicious the fall came to be where i was I, in my heart, I had good intentions and I wanted to, I knew what I wanted to become. I wanted to become someone who did have such a positive effect on others, but I had to shed a lot of the ego. <laughs> I had to shed an aspect, a, a major aspect of my ego. And it was the collective conscious ego of what I grew up around. I literally grew up as, in the system as far as as part of the system and when i when i say that i mean i grew up of course in the educational system you know k through 12 school system um religious system you know we went to church we were baptist went to church a lot i was in the choir we did a lot of youth activities so i grew up in the church um and you know my parents my mom you know my parents my grandparents you know i didn't really know their political views they weren't really deep politically um but i know that i did grow up watching television a whole lot (laughs) like i was a kid in the 90s and so therefore i watched television television was pretty much what grew me up like i i i remember the tgifs thank god it's fridays you know when it used to come on he had all the shows there i remember you know um like i think it was like 
Sundays or something, they had, you know, the Martin Living Single and, you know, Fox had their lineup and then Saturday morning cartoons. I mean, shoot, only a 90s kid can remember Saturday morning cartoons when you wake up early and you watch your cartoons. I was even subscribed to a little magazine for the Saturday cartoons. (laughs) And, and and then not only that, you know, the video games, that's PlayStation, we had Sega Genesis. And these were things that we would do and, and, and have that kept us occupied, kept our minds occupied. You know, we really didn't do much else. We, I lived a very um, sheltered life. And it was hindsight, when you really think about it, when you look at it uh, as far as like my mother's efforts, she did a really good job at raising us and maintaining us in terms of making sure that we were taken care of. We had all our basic needs and then some, you know, because it did show that we had some kind of structure, some kind of community structure. And that's what, you know, the school and the church and things like that come into play. And because of that, I grew up with certain paradigms, with certain mindsets that I had within me. And because of that, there were certain issues that were never addressed for me as a young woman, a young girl growing up. And that was having a single mother that was raising three kids and not having my father in the picture. And so I grew up with with the energy of ha- of the the daddy issues there we go i grew up with the daddy issues you know so of course when i get older you know i don't i don't know anything about relationships i don't know anything about what that is like <laughs> and then i was attracting the wrong type of friendships when i was in like high school and stuff and so that led to my early 20s of just i was a hot mess i was not ready to be an adult like have you ever I don't know if you ever heard of that movie it's called Failure to Launch I never watched it I just know the title and the reason why I know the title is because I feel like that if if it could be a real life scenario I think that could be my life <laughs> I was a failure to launch like I did I was not ready to be an adult I was not ready to like really launch into adulthood I ended up having a baby at 19 and become a young single mother and that woke me the hell up, right? That woke me the hell up and said, all right, well, at least let me be responsible. So I, you know, stayed, you know, in my education. I was going to school, I was going to college at the time. And I knew that that's what I had to continue to do for my child. And so I was still carrying a lot of those paradigms, though. I was still walking around very dumb, naive, <laughs> selfish. And I could have been a better mom. Sometimes it's, it's difficult for me to look back because I'm like, golly, I could I wish I was a better mom to my child then. But, you know, I'm a better mom to my kid now, to my daughter now. She's uh, 17 now. So it's, it's, I, better have gotten, I better have gotten better. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and what really honestly did it for me was when I had my second child. And I was like, whoa. Ah, there's something I'm not doing right here. <laughs> I need to rethink this thing called life. 
I need to rethink, you know, my my actions and my and what I'm doing here because I'm really being negligent with my body. I'm being negligent with um, my mind. I'm being negligent with my soul, apparently, because all these damn soul ties. And I don't mean I was getting around like that, but darling, I was probably a little loose than I needed to be. <laughs> so having the second child, you know, kind of woke me up. It kind of like somebody snapped you know, their fingers in my face and said, wake the hell up, darling. <laughs> what the hell are you doing? I'm going to need you to calm it down. And so I went through this journey. I went through this process of having to shed myself of myself and then birth myself to my new self. And shedding myself on myself, I think, was the hardest thing. Shedding myself on myself was definitely difficult because it's who I thought I was. And so I had to get to a point, honestly, where I had to shed the physical attributes. You know, I, 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 you know, I put a lot of emphasis in my physical appearance when I was younger. And I was thinking it was all about how you looked and how someone looked. Because even when I was attracted to guys, I was attracted to like looks more so than anything else. So it's crazy because a lot of a lot of us are in this this space. A lot of us do this. And, and I want us to really kind of think about why we do this. Um, I was even watching Catfish. I was watching... I was watching like uh, on YouTube and I got caught up because that's a whole nother story. I got catfished once. I'll just throw that out there. And I'm definitely going to tell that story for another day. But in my healing journey, I like to go back and I just watch the catfish. And I kind of think about that time where I got catfished. That really was an ego death for (laughs) it was a, a severe ego death. But one thing I was noticing is that a lot of people get, they fall in love with the looks of somebody. I think because somebody looks good, that that they're a good, that not even a good person, like, but people fall in love because of how somebody looks. So if you're cute, or if you're really sexy, or really good looking, right? Like, people would fall in love with that. And then you'll, and then it's like, you can be a shitty ass person. Just a, a no good person. And it's like your looks just because you look good it kind of like surpasses that like it just kind of overshadows the fact that you're you're a blah ass person and it reminds me of this picture that i saw it was like a golden apple but then it was cut in half and it was rotten inside and it was it was just pretty much things aren't always what they seem and a lot of us are are stuck on that like and, and we because we because we come from the superficial ass world and I did. And so when I had to shed myself of myself, I had to shed myself of the physical aspects of what I saw, even within me. And I always had, even in my young 20s, like I had low self-esteem, you know what I'm saying, as far as how I looked. <laughs> but what I had to do was not be afraid to be ugly. <laughs> and I know that sounds crazy. It sounds wild. But this ish is so necessary. This is just so necessary. I had to f- literally be okay with being ugly, like not being a, not being okay with being ugly, not being afraid of being ugly. Like I stopped wearing weaves for a while. I was wearing wigs, and, I, and honestly, when I look back now, I'm like, um, I guess I thought that was cute <laughs> because it made me look like somebody else. I didn't look like me. So ugly to me was I had to strip out everything, strip off everything that 
wasn't natural. I had to become natural. And so um, I had always did the big chop, but I would cover it up like my natural hair. And eventually I got to a point when I was going through that ego death of just accepting my natural hair, not wearing any makeup. Honestly, I wasn't even dressing up for the longest. I was kind of just dressed down and I lost a lot of I had a lot. I mean, and and what I attribute to it now is um, hormonal imbalance, you know, from having a baby and just kind of going through those postpartums and my hormones and everything were kind of out of whack. And so I lost a lot of a feminine aspect within myself. And it was not easy because I didn't know what was happening. I was like, why do I feel like this? Why do I just feel like I, and I don't even feel like getting cute? I don't even feel like dressing up. I mean, I was like in the dump, in the dumps, like, and I would just be smoking and stuff like that. But in that time, I had to go through that real dark phase in order to come into the enlightenment of who I am within to to. And that took a lot of shadows. That took a lot of them shadows coming out, darling. And then once I faced those shadows, I was able to address, you know, more deeper issues. And now that is why I'm able to speak so freely and easily on these kind of things now because I've already addressed them. And then that's why I think it's so important for people, for us. You know, if you haven't been through this phase, if you haven't even been on this part of your journey then I would definitely say, um, you know, it may not be as extreme as you hear other people's. Your journey may have just a minor hiccups, some minor little bumps. But just know that we all going to have to go through this refining process and become a new us. If we want to grow into a new self that has what we want to eat on a larger level or you can just stay comfortable and that's what i mean about that whole being a chief and being the little the indians and i'm and i don't mean this to offend so whatever we already know there's certain sayings that you say so you get what i mean you know um and and so if if you're content and comfortable with your life and not really evolving so much and doing the internal work that's fine you know you're it's ne- you're necessary too and and just to know the information doesn't mean you have to apply the information you know um but maybe you will at least it's in your spirit at least it's in your subconscious that you know there there's other ways that you can go within your life like you can always evolve But if you are someone who has a mission and a purpose and you're willing to go through it, then I'm just saying you can get through it. And what I want to do here with the love freak and I want to also shout out, let me for a second, let me just shout out the sponsors. Our sponsors are It's the G and Chief Flow Holistic Therapies. And what Chief Flow Holistic Therapies does is all about you know, preparing our energy fields, preparing our subtle energy fields and our bodies to go through these type of changes so that when we do find ourselves in this refining process, then we're able to have the exercises and the things implemented within our lives that's going to make the process a little bit smoother to where it's not going to be where because with me it was going down this dark slope before I had to see the light but if I knew how to just do these things then 
I would have had an easier, probably more healthier experience within this journey because I would have known the things that I needed to do to keep my energies balanced and my mood balanced whereas I was dealing with mood fluctuations and I wasn't very emotional I was a very emotional like even when I was like teenager in my 20s like I was just an emotional person and I actually got to a point where I had no emotions like like that dried up I was I had a I had the it was funny because um I was talking about how I have a wall up and then um when I was in school one of my classmates she was like she was like nah you have a force field up (laughs) that's how strong my wall walls and defenses were and just in my in these in these recent times within these recent months because i just finished massage school and that was a healing process darling when i tell you healing can go deep <laughs> but in order to to shed ourselves of this heaviness so that we can rise upon these high frequencies we have to heal and we have to heal at those those deep levels in which we are getting into the muscles and the organs and releasing those trapped energies within our bodies that's how deep this healing can go. And so I just got to a place where I am letting my guards down, my defenses down. Because even when I was going through the process of my journey, I was still faced with energy vampires. I was still faced with karmic bonds. And when I say karmic bonds, these are these people who, you know, they're here to teach us a lesson. We connect with certain people and certain energies so that they can teach us a lesson about ourselves in terms of um, things that we grow, like um, helping us grow aspects of ourselves. And so that we can shed other aspects of ourselves and so that we can become greater than who we were and I dealt with a situation like that just um with someone and I always I'll always shout him out and I'm always grateful that you know this guy like I met and we're really good friends and one thing he taught me was how to be very responsible he was an older guy he is an older guy and he was always so damn responsible he is a responsible he is just responsible like that was that was like the when I thought about him, that's the word that came to me. He is just a responsible person. You know, he took care of his responsibilities. And that it was something that I lacked. I lacked for many years was responsibility because, like I said, I had a failure to launch. I was not prepared to be an adult. So I didn't have a lot of responsibilities growing up. You know, I was the youngest. And like I said, I just kind of grew up, like, but not really with a lot of guidance and you know my mom tried to guide me in certain ways but I was resistant to her guidance in many ways um just because I I just felt I was hard-headed fuck it (laughs) I was hard-headed you know I, I wanted to do what I needed to do because she couldn't tell me what to do with my with my path I had to go through my path and so that's why I was like with the chief flow and everything like that, you know, bringing in these energy techniques and stuff can help prepare so that it's not telling you what path to go. It's just tools that you can use while you're on your path to make the path that's a little bit easier. You know, certain things like I'm soothed out my aura. I'm going to really build upon my energy 
And if you look at the past episodes that I have, there's actually some um, techniques that I've shared. And I will definitely share them here as we continue forward with um, this new season of The Love Freaks. So with that being said, I want to discuss some energy medicine techniques um and this is from chief flow holistic therapies make sure you go to it's the g.com and check out chief flow holistic therapies which is yoga meditation massage and reiki and you know deal with a lot about the subtle energy energy medicine etc so one thing i do want to talk about when it comes to energy medicine is the morphogenic field or what uh, donna eden in her book um energy medicine calls it the habits field there is certain fields that of subtle energy that surround us like auras but they shape our habits and if we can tap into these fields and we can manipulate these fields it can change our habits and what we do on a daily basis if we're so used to doing certain things and we want to change it and say it's difficult like we can't just change it from our mindset alone then we can do certain things that's going to change the way our energies flow that's going to change what we want to do even what we're uh we desire to do and one of those things that we use are certain tapping techniques and um there's there's certain techniques called eft's and tft's energy frequency techniques and um and these help open up and release even certain emotions. But one of the tappings that is one of my favorite that I do is there is a point that's near your clavicle and your sternum. And you feel like this little um, hollow point that's kind of in between those two areas. And if you can just take like bring your thumb, your index finger, your middle finger together. And you can just like gently massage that area or you can do some light tappings here and just take a a couple of uh, breaths inhale through the nose and exhale out the mouth and just do some tapping do it with me if you can just tap between those spaces again it's between the if you find your clavicle bone your sternum and then right here there's two areas right here on each side there's a hollow point you just tap that area and what this area is is actually where your yin and yang meridians cross and where they exchange so where the yin exchange to yang and so when you tap in these areas it's is activating the entire meridian system so that it's flowing in the right direction because a lot of times our energies can be like scattered and going all over the place but if we tap it here we can stimulate these energies to start flowing in the right direction now you may notice a difference after the first couple of times after while doing it but you'll really start noticing a difference when you make it a daily habit when it's just something that you always do and then you just do it every single day, maybe every time you wake up or you go to bed or both. Or just throughout the day, you just need a minute like, yo, things ain't really going the way I need it to go. Let me do some tapping, take a deep breath. You can do three deep breaths and just do your taps and do that. And start to notice that a shift, your life will start shifting. Things will start being different in your life. Now, I'm not going to say that it's all peaches and cream, but it's going to take you in the right direction of where your highest purpose is. And then one thing that we must do in this journey with that, so yeah, we're manipulating our energies, but we also have to have and develop faith and surrender and say, okay, 
if I'm doing these taps, I trust that this is going to lead me in the right direction. I, I trust that this is going to lead me in the way that I need to go. And then you just live your life. So don't don't be so attached to the outcome because remember, it's a journey. And when you're on this journey, you just you're just flowing with it. So it's all about releasing chi and letting it flow and, and being on the right side of our journey the right path of our journey and everyone if we are focused on the right side of our journey we're focused on the more divine part of our journey is all leads here to the love frequency and that is why we teach it here on the love freak on how to get onto these high vibrations and ways to do it so thank you so much for tuning in i look forward to rocking it out with you in the upcoming episodes so make sure you go to instagy.com and subscribe so you can get some updates also go to the instagram Uh, my instagram is her she goddess and i do a lot of energy techniques there i show a lot of yoga and things that you can follow along with so if that's something that you want to get into then definitely um stay in contact otherwise you know just stay in contact with the love freak we do this every week every sunday so make sure that you remain tuned in and i'll talk to you later peace